right. All right, all right. Well, good morning, good morning. Come on, has anything changed in the last 45 seconds? We're so good? So, still excited? All right, good, good. Well, come on, look, today's, like I said, it's gonna be a little bit different day. Um, I'm gonna introduce everybody up here in just a moment, but, um, but, t- but today we, we're, we're kind of looking back and looking forward. We're, I mean, we're gonna look way back. We're gonna look way back today. And, uh, and come on, we're gonna look at what God has done over the last, uh, uh, well, for, for a very long time, a few decades now. And uh, we're gonna look forward to what God has in store for Northwood Church. And so I'm so excited that you guys are here. Again, if it's your first time here, maybe you're watching online for the first time, uh, today's gonna be a good day for you to kind of get a, a glimpse of the heart of Northwood Church and kind of where we've been and where we're going. And so, uh, so excited about it. And uh, so I just want to start off, though, by, by letting you guys know, many of you do know who's up on stage right now, but I know we got a lot of new people. And uh, so maybe you're kind of like, hey, this is random. What are we doing here today? You know? <laughs> And, uh, but it's going to be good. But I want to start off right here on this side. Uh, this is uh, Van and Jan Decody, Pastor Van. This is my dad and my mom, by the way. So come on, can we give it up for them? They were uh, lead pastors here for 29 years. And so, uh, so come on, honor where honor is due. And so we thank you, love you guys. But uh, next up, we got Pastor Mike and Angela Menace. They are our Wiggins location pastors. So thank you guys for being here. You know, are you feeling good? You feeling better? Yeah, better. Feeling better? The first, the first service, uh, Mike was, well, he almost fed on twice, but he's good. Rough week. He's on a lot of medication. So if he says weird things, just don't hold it against him, okay? All right. But, <laughs> but uh, this is, my name is Jordan. This is my wife, Nadine. Uh, Dakota, by the way. And so, uh, so honored to have her with us. And, uh, and then next up, we got Casey and Carrie Stokes. He's our, Casey's my brother-in-law, which makes... Carrie, my, my sister, and uh, come on, Casey's the executive pastor, and Carrie is the executive administrator, so like I say, they're, they're kind of the brains behind this, this oper- whoa, uh-oh, uh-oh, we've got, we've got some interference here, the brains behind the operation, there we go, but uh, come on, give it up for them, come on. Next up is Pastor Micah and Ashley Butterfield. They are our Long Beach uh, location pastors, so we thank you guys for, for being with us today. Uh, it took the long trek, about 15, 20 minutes, right? It was a long journey here today. And then also here on the edge, we've got Pastor Stephen and Amy DeFazio. Uh, they are our impact leaders, our impact pastors. So um, thank you guys for being here. You always are, though, so, you know, welcome. Welcome to the, here we go. Come on, today's going to be good. I've um, been looking forward to today for a long time, really have, um, especially, you know, we, we announced last year that we were going to be opening up our fourth location in Ocean Springs, and, uh, and so today is the day that we've been waiting for for quite a while to really, really sort of, uh, sort of kind of let everybody know exactly what's going on and, and kind of the plan looking forward. And so, um, so again, we're going to be kind of telling our story about kind of how we got here and where we're headed. Um, but what I want to do right now is I want to look back at 2019 real quick and sort of look at some of the wins of t- from 2019. Um, I think it's always good at every turn of the year just to look back and say, man, where were we, where, where were we at last year at this time and, and kind of what took place? Um, it was funny. I was talking to somebody just a couple days ago and a local pastor in the area and just, you know, he was just asking some questions. And so, so I was sharing some stuff and you, you ever start talking about what you've been doing and then you realize, man, I've been, doing, been a part of a lot. 
You know, you ever do that? Like, you ought to do that for your family this, this week. Maybe look back at what do we actually do this year? Man, we went here and we bought this and our kids finished this. And man, I, I completed my degree here or whatever the case is. Man, you look back and you say, man, we've really, we've been moving, you know? And so, so I kind of wanted to give just a couple of things about what we've done. Don't have a lot of time to do it, but just to kind of let you know about a couple of things. One of the things that we say about Northwood Church is that we exist to help people know God. It is the main thing, okay? The great commission, if you know Jesus' words, you know, the great commission to, to build the kingdom of God, to advance it in our life. Y'all, y'all know our lives are a vapor. We don't have a lot of time here on this planet, okay? And so, uh, so we want to make the best of it. And so as a church, we want to do the same thing. We want to help people know God. And we're pretty ruthless with that. Things that fall outside of that category uh, that really help people know God um, in, in the most efficient way we're not going to really do it. And so that's one thing we say a lot. Of, we don't do a lot of things. You know, we, we stay pretty slim lined as a church, uh, but we want to help people know God. And so one of the ways that we do that is um, um, obviously services and small groups. But one of the ways that we kind of, kind of look uh, when, when people make decisions to follow Jesus is those people that are baptized. Baptism is a huge part of really it's your next step after receiving Jesus is to be baptized. It's a, man, it's a public pr- profession of your faith. It's, it's kind of like I'm all in, right? And so, so this past year, we had 110 people get baptized, all right? We're excited about that. Took their next steps. Um, also, we, we do a lot of things. We encourage next steps in a lot, a lot of different ways. And one of those ways is by jumping on a team. Um, nothing that you see happen at Northwood Church happens apart from teams. All right, whether it's a small group, it's a service, it doesn't matter. There's, there's somebody that's on a team that is making that happen. Contrary to popular belief, the, uh, the people that are on, on, on stage right here, which is kind of the staff pastors, okay, which, by the way, I, wanna, I, I do want to let you know that we have a, a whole lot of people behind the scenes also that are, uh, that are on staff, full and part-time staff, that, that make this thing happen. And also volunteers, people who just say, you know what, I believe in the local church, I believe in Jesus, and I want to help people know God, and so I'm going to give of my time, my talents, my treasures. So, so everything happens here by, uh, by way of a team. And so this year, we had 147 people join teams this year. So that's exciting. People taking their next steps. So there's a lot of other numbers and a lot of other things that we could kind of throw out there. This year, we revamped our entire small group structure and the way that we do small groups. And um, it's been incredible. Our freedom groups, our sermon-based groups, uh, just all, all the different lanes of groups have been incredible. Uh, people's lives have been transformed by God. But the thing is, is that God uses people to, to advance his kingdom. Don't ask me why, right? I mean, sometimes I think about that. I, mean, I think God would have done a great job just him. T- but for whatever reason, God has chosen to use us to do that. And so through small groups and different things, people's lives have been changed. Also through missions. Uh, we kind of sum everything up when it comes to serving and, and, and giving as far as uh, the, what we do with the money, um, as far as impacting our community under the umbrella of missions. And so I kind of want it to just fire hydrant some information to you about what we've been able to do this year. And, and also that you would know that whenever I say we, I don't mean we like up on the stage or some sort of type of person in the church. I mean we, the church, all of us together, okay? We were able to do uh, some really incredible things this year. 
And so um, when it comes to church planning, one thing that we do is we're always looking to plant churches locally and globally. And so there's really three main uh, organizations that we support that plant churches. One is the Surge Project. The other is the Association of Related Churches, or ARC, and also Church Asia. And out of these three organizations, we were a part, we supported uh, the launch of 114 churches this year. 114 churches. That's incredible. Also, we support a lot of different organizations uh, uh, locally, and we support them monthly. And so we, uh, out of monthly support, uh, gave $98,400 in monthly support to these organizations right here. Uh, well, this one's not local, but the Fellowship of Israel-Related Ministries, FIRM. Also, the Women's Resource Center right over here in Gulfport. Uh, Home of Grace is, is an addiction recovery uh, place uh, locally. And then also Gulf Coast Community Ministries. Um, we also support uh, different uh, food pantries in all four of the areas that, well, soon to be four locations that we're about to have. We support food pantries, which feed thousands of people. I literally mean that, thousands of people. And um, also, uh, we, we did some local special projects this year where we were just kind of take from the, the mission's budget and eject it into certain things that were going on. All told, uh, in these special projects, we gave more than $92,000 in 2019 to just these special projects. Uh, Camping for Hope, so it's something that we have supported, uh, not only financially, but also with uh, serving, people showing up and, and supporting what's going on with Camping for Hope. Uh, Wiggins Community Outreach, uh, uh, Women's Resource Center, Mobile Ultrasound. Uh, I don't know if you guys, just a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this, where they are outfitting a uh, an RV, that's what they're saving some money for, in order to take an RV into the communities where uh, women who are in crisis pregnancy situations, they're on, I mean, they don't know which choice they're going to make. They go into these areas and they help these women uh, uh, hopefully make a choice for life. And uh, the, the, the percentage is, it's like 80% of the women who actually step foot on one of these mobile pregnancy units choose life. I think it's incredible. We want to be a part of helping that. So... Um, also, uh, Buddy Bags. You guys have heard a lot about Buddy Bags over the years. We continue to support them in uh, helping out with foster ch uh, children in the area. Also, D the D-Nash home up in, uh, is it in Wiggins? Like, actually, in Wiggins? There's a little, it's Bond, Bond. Yeah, you'll miss that place if you're driving too fast. But, uh, <laughs> but over, uh, we've been supporting that orphanage for many years, and so continue to do that uh, this year. Um, RIP Medical Debt was something really cool that we got to do this year. We, uh, we donated $36,000 to RIP Medical Debt to erase nearly $4.1 million in medical debt here in South Mississippi. They buy up debt that people aren't able to pay off. They buy it up, and then we were able to, to help people. We had many people send emails and phone calls and just say, we don't know who you are, but thank you guys so much. You have no idea what was going on and, and the, the way that this, the timing of this was, was wonderful. So, so we thank God for that. Um, also in the month of December, uh, we were able to, to do a lot of different projects all through the month of December, Advent giving. Uh, I know a lot of you guys were going out there and, and uh, you know, taking your acts of kindness cards and, and helping people out individually as a church. We were able to inject a lot of different um, finances into a lot of different you know, organizations for Center for Nonviolence, and the, we helped out some of the police department, went and brought them some, uh, some food, all different four locations. Um, we delivered Chick-fil-A meals to more than 200 staff and nurses in, in the Circle of Hope nursing homes. Uh, we took care of some families here in the church locally um, in, in this Christmas season. Uh, we did all sorts of stuff, and so it was an incredible time. But, uh, but again, those were just special projects. Then, all throughout the year, we served in many different ways. Um, and, and serving is, is different than giving. 
to a certain extent because it's where you show up. Um, sometimes it might be a little bit easier to write a check, I know what I'm talking about, than to actually get up early on a Saturday morning or whatever it is and show up and go to people and minister directly to people. And so we were able to do that in many different ways. I just want to kind of mention a few of you. Uh, during serve day this year, we served our, our neighbors right here in O'Neill Road Apartments, some local schools, uh, Gulf Coast Community Ministries, local food pantries, and Camping for Hope. We built ramps, pressure washed, painted buildings, removed brush, installed handrails, visited nursing homes, fed prisoners, knitted more than a thousand caps of love, fed hundreds of more, and prayed for them all. Uh, NC contributed well over twenty thousand dollars to the uh, to the serve and untold personal funds and man hours to serve day this year. So that was an incredible thing to be a part of. Come on. And then on top of that, we took five missions trips. 43 different people went out on some missions trips. We went to the Palmer Home for Children in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, went to Israel. Went to the Surge Surge Project church plant over in Havana, Cuba. Actually, that church, uh, one of the churches in Cuba that was planted this year was actually sponsored mostly by our Impact Student Ministry here at Northwood Church. And so, so I think it was awesome. It's not just something that the adults are doing. Okay, come on. Our young people see the value of starting local churches all over the world. So that was a huge thing. Then also, we took a trip to uh, the Birmingham Dream Center and uh, uh, the Surge Project there in Guatemala. So last year was incredible, and the total amount of money that we were able to, to give back uh, was $250,000, all right? So that was, come on, that's faithful people that give to make an impact. So, uh, so I want to thank you guys for, for being faithful in that in 2019 and giving. Uh, one thing about money is, uh, you know, people kind of get weird when you start talking about money, right? Come on, y'all. Y'all know. And, uh, but we look at giving as uh, an act of worship. You know, when you biblically look at it, uh, the way that you steward money is it's an act of worship. And so here at the church, it's the same way. Just how you handle your finances uh, in your home, that's how we look at the finances here at the church. It's not some sort of just, you know, it's not looked at in a different way. Uh, this is God's money, and so we want to handle it well. And we also, we believe in giving back, uh, which we give back more, more than 10% of what we take in as a church right back into missions and other things like that. So, uh, so anyway, that's the value that we have here at the church, and so excited to be able to report that to you. So with that, all right. So 20, 2020, looking forward to it. Again, we want to look back at sort of how we got where we're at right now. How do we get here? And uh, so we kind of want to start back at the beginning of, of where the church sort of comes from and, and how we kind of all got here as a staff, as the staff pastors here, and uh, thought it'd be a great day to do that. So we want to take the next few minutes and do that. And I want to start with my dad, and I want him to share kind of their story and uh, how we got here, and, and then we'll just kind of track through the timeline from there. So go okay. ahead. Thank you, Pastor. I, I, well, first, I wanted to introduce my wife of nearly 49 years, Jan, here, been tagging with me. It's been good. And, you know, every, everything started with us uh, back in 1979, which is a long time ago for some of you, but uh, God just really <laughs> sovereignly began to deal with this young couple. Uh, we were not searching for God. We didn't know God. We really didn't care about God, but he cared about us, and he cared about what he was going to do with us. And so he began to sovereignly deal with us, and then in 1980, we surrendered to him in April of 1980 and just gave him our heart, and, and we really meant it. I mean, it wasn't just like a, a church thing because it didn't happen in church. It happened in our home, and, uh, but the first thing we did as new Christians is we searched out a local church. 
Nobody taught us to do that. We just figured this is what you need to do. And so we found one in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and uh, stayed there about three months, but it was too far away. So we found a home in, uh, in our hometown, uh, the church that uh, only the crazy people would go to, the pitiful people would go to. And we thought, well, that would be a good match for us. And so we just joined up there and uh, spent nine and a half years in that local church. Four and a half was on the bench uh, being taught and mentored and, and, and learning about who God was and is and, and what did all this mean. And then the next four and a half years, we were actually on staff of that local church as associate pastors. And then through a chain of events and through relationships, uh, it came to, 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 to know, we, we came to know that uh, there, there was a need for someone to pastor a church in Gulfport, Mississippi. Now, grant you, we had been looking everywhere and wondering, God, where, where you want to send us? And Jan had made the, the uh, statement, why? I don't know to this day. We don't know, but, but God knows. Uh, she said, I'll go anywhere, but not Mississippi. <laughs> and we, we, we don't know how he said that because we didn't know anything about going anywhere because we had never been anywhere. And, and you know, Mississippi is a great place. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And so uh, through relationships, we were called like to this church. Uh, Pastor Joe Rowe was leaving and uh, he said, you know, we need somebody. And so we came over just to check things out. Uh, that was in 1989. And uh, when we walked in the back of building number two, right behind us here in the lobby area, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and this is what he said. He said, you will pastor this church. And so I knew before I ever walked in, saw the people, knew anything about the church, that God had already said, this is what you're going to do. And uh, so we preached, and we, we had a good time, and we met some people, and, and we took the church. And it was a quick transition. I mean, like two weeks, just zoop. And, and here we are in the church. Some of you are still here from that very first day, and many of you are here from the first years. I'm astonished at one thing that Pastor would just share that we, we gave a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, when we got here, we were $100,000 in debt and really no money at all. And it's amazing what God will do when you just hang in there with God. Uh, he's got everything you need to take care of what you need to take care of, right? So we just began to preach, and, and we started small groups, and the church began to grow. God began to bless. Uh, you know, all the things that you see here now are so wonderful. Back then, it wasn't so good. Music was bad. Preaching wasn't so good. God's mercy is wonderful. And, uh, and we started small groups, and things began to grow, and the, the church just took on a great character. Uh, then in 2004, uh, we, we had a lot of people come from the Wiggins area. And so we thought, well, we should just, we need to start a church in Wiggins. And so we had prayed about it for a long time and believed God for things and nothing was happening and why God aren't you doing this? And so one day, Jan and I were getting our eyes, uh, our eyeglasses adjusted at a local business here. And there were two men from Mississippi Power uh, in that building also. And uh, I overheard one of them say, you know, Wiggins is really rocking and rolling. And what he meant was that there, there's growth there. Things are happening. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me right there and said this, said, uh, go now. And so I, I told Jan right there, I said, uh, Holy Spirit just spoke to me, said, we're to go to Wiggins now. So tomorrow we're going. So we got in our car, we drove to Wiggins and we were looking for a building. I mean, this, this is how we did things back then. It's like, pull the trigger, man. And so we're looking for a building. We drove all over Wiggins, uh, you, you know, and nothing 
No, I mean, we looked at some buildings, but, you know, they were just in bad shape. And so we're leaving Wiggins, coming back to Gulfport, kind of dejected, must have missed God, you know. He didn't speak to us. And right before we, we were out the city limits, on the right-hand side was a building, vacant. And I looked at it, I said, ooh, that looks good. Wheeled in there, it was empty. And on one of the windows was a small little piece of paper with a, with a phone number on it. I barely could read it, really faded. And so I called that number, and I said, hey, uh, do you own this building in, in Wiggins here that's vacant? He said, yes, I do. I said, are you interested in leasing this building? He said, well, I'm getting ready to tear it down, but I said, well, can, can you come here now? He said, I'll be there in 20 minutes. And so he came, and we just, we just leased the building right then, right there, bam, came back in and started the church in 2004, and this is the way we would do it. Uh, at that time, you know, the worship team would, would leave and meet us up there for 9 a.m. They'd get there at 8.30, 8.15. They'd do worship, and uh, then I would preach, and then we'd all come back down here at this location, and we would do 11 o'clock service here, 9 there, 11 here. And we did that for a year, and God really just blessed, but we, we couldn't keep that up, just that back and forth. And that's where Pastor Mike and Angela come in, and uh, he's going to go ahead and take it from there. Go ahead, Mike. Yes. So the church in Wiggins was started in February of 04, and uh, Angela and I and our family had been in the church for about 10 years at the time, serving in a variety of different uh, ministries, leading small groups and so forth. And, um, and pastors came, pastor came to our house and invited us to come on staff and to pastor in Wiggins. And so we, um, we immediately knew that was what we were supposed to do. And uh, so I actually came on staff in June of 05, and things were good. And uh, the church uh, was very healthy. <clears throat> the church in Wiggins was healthy. And it had grown in that year and a half uh, since we launched it. And uh, some great people had come in. Um, and a few months after I came on staff, uh, Katrina hit. And Katrina changed everything for everybody. If you were around at that time, you know what I mean. And um, it was... For many, a very traumatic time, very bad time because of the uh, devastation. But for the church, I would look back and say it was very good for the church because we as a church, both the Gulfport and Wiggins locations, pulled together, rallied together and served one another and gave to one another and helped one another for a long time uh, afterwards. And it really solidified some of the, the, the leadership, some of the relationships in the Wiggins location that even today uh, people are still there leading, God, helping us steer the, guide the church, serving the local church in Wiggins um, because of some of those people that came in early on uh, at the Wiggins location. Um, the, the church has grown after, oh, I don't know, maybe two years after Katrina. We were blessed to be able to purchase some property and then build a permanent facility there. Uh, so grateful for that, that rental property, the old lumber yards, what everybody calls it, uh, that we were able to occupy but we are also very grateful for the building that we are able to be in now and, and continue to grow. Uh, great people, some of our best friends in all of life. We get to serve right there at the Wiggins location, uh, and it's such a joy. And the church is continuing to grow as well. Yeah, yeah come on. Give it up for Pastor Mike, everybody. Wow. In the, light, in the late 1990s, my, a miracle happened in my parents' life, and they were divorced, not divorced, on the, on the edge of divorce, and uh, God did a miracle in their life and saved them, and they both ended up here at Northwood Church, 1998, 1999. And I walked into the Northwood Church, Building 2 at the time, that was the only building, 
and uh, witnessed my dad getting water baptized. It wasn't much longer after that uh, that my dad invited me to a men's meeting here at Northwood Church. Pastor Van was preaching, and uh, like we do always, we were given the invitation for those who God was dealing with, and I was the guy. I was like, man, God had already been dealing with me. He was already working a miracle in my life. He was drawing me. He was revealing himself to me. And it culminated to my first time, really to a service as a seeker, as somebody who God was working on. And uh, at the end of the message, Pastor Van, there's somebody out here, and it was me. I was the only guy in the room. And uh, he said, you, you ready to give your life to Christ? I said, I want what my dad has. And I gave my life to Jesus year 2000. And it's been great. I've been in leadership now for about 17 years. I've been on staff for 12 years working alongside my wife, Carrie, who's been here with her dad since 1989 and here for many, many years. And so I want to honor her. And uh, she's, she's a, a backbone here. And so it's been a wonderful journey to be a part of this team. I'm honored to be a part of it. Like I said, I've been here for 12 years building, and we're going to continue to build. And uh, we had the opportunity as we continued to build that a, a good friend of mine uh, came on staff Pastor Micah Butterfield. Yeah, so I came on staff about 10 years ago. And um, we've been, or I've been attending here. We moved here uh, when I turned 15. On my 15th birthday, my present was moving to Mississippi. Oh. And uh, I was told I'm moving to the beach. So I pictured like Destin. <laughs> I said, amen. So moved here when I was 15 and we immediately started coming here. So we've been part of the church for 20 years. My wife's been here um, her entire life, so just a little over 20 years as well. And uh, <laughs> you get married when you were five? Wait, <laughs> yeah, that's going to get ripped. She's not really. Okay, so um, we've been on, I've been on staff here for 10 years and uh, was our student pastor the first five of those. And uh, one thing was going on in our church. We were experiencing growth, and we had a dream in our heart to open another location. And uh, I was, we were able to be, uh, we are able to be the pastors at our Long Beach location that we opened September 7th of 2014, uh, which was incredible. Uh, I remember my big prayer of faith on that first Sunday that I was just terrified, you guys. I remember standing in my office looking at the parking lot thinking, God, could you please bring 35 people? Like that, that was it. I said, I think this is the number. Lord, bring 35. And a few hundred showed up. And I, I remember thinking, God, this, this has a whole lot more to do with you than it does me. So uh, we've, we've worked really hard to let God do what he wants to do, and he just so happens to use us in that. Um, the first Sunday uh, that I was able to uh, share a message, uh, the message was entitled, Jesus is a Friend of Sinners. And um, I don't know if it was good or bad, but I remember at the end of the service, a guy coming up, and he's saying, man, he said, this is all cool and everything. Like he said, I don't really know the God you're talking about, he said, but you did convince me, convince me of this. I'm a sinner. And I said, well, I am too. So then we talked about Jesus. His name is Mike, actually. He just got married yesterday in our church. And he said this. He said uh, he, he made a decision to follow Jesus that day. And, uh, you know, in that moment, I remember thinking, God, I'm willing to do this for the rest of my life. And our church has just been faithful to continue to, to grow and reach people. One of the ways that it happened was uh, when we were getting ready to launch, uh, we assimilated this, this team. Uh, we called it a launch team. And it was just a bunch of people that were interested, either lived in Long Beach or interested in being part of the Long Beach location. And they came and just heard about it. We formed a team out of that. And uh, the team became friends. 
And those friends, a lot of them have become truly like family members and the church is being built on some people that were never even part of Northwood Church until we got a little uncomfortable and opened up another room of our house in the Long Beach location. So uh, that's just who we are as a church. One thing that took place, though, is as we were getting ready to open the Long Beach location and we were serving in the student pastor role, uh, we realized we can't, <laughs> we can't do both of those things. Uh, and we had people that were an incredible part of our team and were already leading in an incredible way. And that was the moment that we brought uh, Pastor Stephen uh, DeFazio on staff as a student pastor. Yeah, and that was an incredible, yeah. That was an incredible time in, in our lives. Uh, you know, I'd given my life to Christ in 2007. Uh, a year later, I found uh, Northwood Church. I remember that uh, a man who was faithful to preach the gospel to me when I was uh, really, really lost and undone, uh, Pastor Casey over here. And, and I said, man, Casey's at, at that church. That's where I need to be. I came here and found a family. And uh, it's, it's one of the best moves I've ever made in my life. But it wasn't long after that that I made what was probably the second best move of my life. Um, not before that one, but after getting saved, <laughs> after giving my life to Christ, I, uh, I, I met my soon to be wife, Amy, and, uh, we, we got to know each other. And over a short period of time, we were, uh, engaged and then married. And so from the very beginning of our marriage, uh, we were then invited by Pastor Micah to join the student ministry team as Impact Small Group Leaders. And so f- throughout our entire marriage, we have been in Impact. Um, we we uh, came on staff. I came on staff in July of 2014. Uh, we were, I was helping you lead that internship. And then Pastor Van called and he said, uh, you got two weeks to, to get up here and, and make this happen. I said, come on, let's go. And uh, it didn't go exactly that way, but it, it, was, it was pretty quick and uh, pretty, pretty matter of fact. That's, that's Pastor Style. And, um, and, and I came up in my first week. I was in Atlanta on a mission trip with the interns. And since then, man, we have just had such a, a, a privilege and joy of pouring our lives, me and Amy, both into uh, students and, and families here at Northwood Church through Impact Student Ministry. Eventually, we wound up serving uh, through NC Kids as well. We did that for a few years, uh, and then we've been able to focus primarily on Impact for the last uh, year or so. And so it's just been an incredible joy to invest in the next generation here at Northwood Church. Yeah, awesome. You know, before we uh, got to the service, we were talking for a second in the back, and it was like, you know, if we really, really dug into the storyline of just, just, just our our lives, uh, man, be here for five hours. You know what I'm saying? Um, and one of the things that I love about it is is how uh, it's easy to look back and see whenever God's been doing, like God's orchestrating something, you know. And, and but a lot of times in the moment, and this applies to all of our lives is it's so difficult to at times. And um, that's where we stress out. That's where we, we have fear and, and the what ifs and all these things kind of happen, which is it's kind of what we're going to be talking about starting next week um, with the Don't Miss It series. But but in the same time for the church, it's, it's kind of been that way at times. I mean, you said dad was like, hey, two weeks. That's not very different than, than how he kind of brought on everybody. It was like, Hey, Michael, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be uh, Long Beach Camps pastor in next conversation. He's like, wait, can you go back to that? What? What are we doing? You know? Um, that's the way the Cajuns do it, right? Just, just not a lot of details. Just, just we'll figure it out later. Um, you know, for, for me and, and my life, me and Nadine, uh, we, uh, we met whenever we were 14 years old and started dating right, right 
pretty much just about two months after we met, probably, and uh, had a lot of ups and downs, but we've been together for, for a long time now, obviously 21 years, and, um, you know, I had been in the church since I was here at Northwood Church, since I was four, because uh, that's whenever I tagged along for the, for the ride. Um, I don't have very many memories before I was five years old, but I do remember crying whenever I found out we were moving to Mississippi. I do remember that, so, you know. Just be encouraged. So many of the times whenever you say, I'll never do that, God's like, gotcha, cool. I'll bring that back up in a couple of years. And so um, just the way you work sometimes. But so, you know, came here, uh, I got saved when I was like six years old and, and baptized uh, when I was seven, joined the worship team when I was seven too, uh, not because I was really good, but because we didn't have many options at all. Uh, <laughs> so I stood up and played, but uh, I was super short. <laughs> Just keep going. It was way back in the day when I was super short. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to stand up to play the drums anymore, but uh, barely. But so, uh, you know, we, um, um, growing up, I was just involved in the worship team a lot. That was, that was kind of my thing. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's funny because me and Micah, we both became uh, youth small group leaders on the same day. Uh, and we thought, man, this is incredible. Like, we're, we're like, this is it. We're here. We're like, it doesn't get any better than this, you know? And, and uh, we had no idea what was coming. But, um, but, you know, me and Aideen, we got married whenever we were 21. And uh, I was perfectly content with being worship guy. Um, I was always happy being number two. You know what I'm saying? I always told, like, there was another worship pastor at the time, and I was, I was like, this is great. I love being, like, assistant guy and, like, you know, the, the next, because there's not as much responsibility, right? And, uh, and over the years, there was one thing I knew I, would, I didn't want to be, uh, which was a pastor. <laughs> so we're not moving to Mississippi, and we're never going to be a pastor, because my dad was a pastor. And uh, even though, you know, they did a great job, uh, it's tough. A lot of weight, a lot of responsibility, and uh, and I'd like to say just you know on behalf of, of all the pastors up here um, and and their families. Uh, number one, um, it is tough. It is it's an awkward, sometimes an awkward position to be in. Um, it's something that you surrender to every day. But I I, I do want to say this. I want to thank you as a church for being a church that is easy to lead. Uh, people who understand honor and respect, and also understand that. Uh, just because somebody has a title doesn't mean that they're perfect. And so having a lot of grace, uh, uh, that, that, that means a lot, you know? Um, so, so I know I speak on behalf of everybody up here. Thank you guys for being a church like that and, and uh, all three locations, obviously. But um, so, um, so kind of fast forward, and I was worship pastor for a while. And, and about five years ago or so, we knew that the church was going to be transitioning. Uh, Dad was sort of getting into the later years of of. Like, I think I'm done, you know? And, and, uh, and honestly, I know a lot of people might think that there was a lot of conversations behind the scenes about big, some big grandiose plan. Um, but again, I think we've already explained how Cajuns work. Uh, there's usually not a big grandiose plan. It's kind of like, well, hey, let's do this. Woohoo! And, uh, to a certain extent. And, uh, but, but dad, dad was kind of phasing out, and, and uh, I knew <laughs> phasing out. By the way, he's not retired. I don't want to make that. He's not retired. He's, he's working a lot. Still working. Sometimes, some days are more than, than what it used to be back in the day. But, um, but uh, it, there, was, there was some pressure that was building behind the scenes, and it was more with, with me. Um, and uh, again, not having many conversations, but a lot of prayer. 
And because I felt like God might have had a, another step for me and my family, because any time that you make a decision as a, as a husband uh, or anybody in the family makes a decision, it's the whole family, you know? And so, uh, so long story short, um, about uh, four, four years ago, God spoke in a, in, a, in a really pretty specific way to me, and uh, I was able to say yes, and so we began to move forward. So, so today's actually starting the third year of, of our church being transitioned as me as lead pastor. And uh, so I think today's a, just a monumental day uh, for us. I know last year at this time, me and Nadine stood up, and, and we just actually, we just thanked the church for not leaving. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for, for still being here a year later. And um, so anyway, but, uh, but you know, with that, uh, the, the church has just gone through a lot of different phases, a lot of different changes, a lot of different leadership changes, and... Um, uh, it's been good at every step. And one of those big changes that we've just talked through has been different locations. And so we're at three locations right now. And now we're starting our fourth location this year. And uh, one thing about starting a new location as a church is uh, whenever you open one location, it's sort of like when you have a baby and people walk up, you're still in the hospital, right? Like you're still there and you're like, you're figuring out how this new baby like how it lives, <laughs> you know? And people are like, when's the next one? <laughs> Don't say those words, you know? So it's kind of the same thing. You know, we opened up Long Beach, and it's like, when's the next one? And we're like, we don't know if we're ever opening up another location, right? Let's just figure this out. But, um, but much like your family, it was kind of the same thing as a church. We really felt like th- there was another location in us as a church. And, um, and so uh, every, every location that we started, there's been a God moment. There's been this moment where it was... Now, now, this is the time to go. This is the place to go. And so we knew there was another one. We weren't really sure. We were looking at D'Iberville and just kind of just, you know, putting, I don't know, God, we, we know we want to go somewhere. We don't know where. And so, so again, long story short, um, we, we met with a local businessman who's been in the community for many, many years and just asking him some opinions on different things, a, a really devout Christian and uh, so we were talking and just asking him some questions about the area. And then he's like, well, you know, well, if you're looking here, you know, I guess if you want to start a business, this will be a good place to be. But he said, but y'all are a church, and so you're in the people business, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that means we want to reach people for Jesus. And so he said, well, he said, if you're looking for people, he said, uh, you need to look at Ocean Springs. And whenever he said those words, there was like a resolve, a, a moment. It was just like a light switch went off in our hearts. It was like, and uh, man, we started looking. We Google zoomed out, right? And man, just just houses and people, and um, and many of you in this room live close to there, and you know. And it was just a God moment that this is the place. And so we begin to move forward on that. And uh, I could tell you a lot of the God story behind that, even just in the, the Civic Center where we're going to be at, and and all the things, all the things that have just played out. It's been incredible. And so we're excited about going to Ocean Springs and partnering with the churches that are already there and been doing a great job for many, many generations. And so we want to carry Jesus and come alongside them in that. And, um, uh, but with that comes some logistics and some things that, that need to also be done. And one of the main things is who's going to lead that location? Who's going to be the pastor in that location? And so, uh, so that's really the big announcement today that we wanted to make is who's going to be that, that campus pastor. And, uh, and that campus pastor is going to be Stephen DeFazio. Come on. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, why don't you come over the middle, man? Come on. Uh, 
Stephen and Amy, uh, you've already heard their story, so I don't, I don't need to recap that. But, uh, but I want to say one small thing, and then we're going to pray for them uh, as a church. Uh, they're two very, very genuine, authentic people. And there's one thing about them is, and I've said this a couple times because I, for me, it, it just, it's my heart for them, is uh, I've never questioned one time their motives, their heart towards what they're doing, why they're a part of what it is. Uh, one thing I know for them is, is they're not title hungry. You know what I'm saying? They're not position hungry at all. And, uh, and I don't know. I just feel like that's something that God sees, but it's also something that as a, as a group that, we, that we've seen. And so, so I want to honor them as, as human beings, as people. Put pastor aside for a second, but as people, they're great people, and uh, they've impacted our lives uh, just in a great way, even in the last few years. And so, uh, so what we want to do is pray for them. And I want uh, my dad, I want, I want Pastor Van to pray for you guys. And so uh, I want you guys to reach your hand this way. Come on, let's go ahead and lay hands on them and uh, just believe that God's going to do something great. Come on, we love you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you still are calling people to do extraordinary things. And I thank you for Stephen and Amy, God, that you've put in their heart a desire to serve your people. And Lord, with that, you always provide everything that's necessary. And so we're asking you right now for a fresh touch on the heart of Stephen and Amy. A fresh, like it is an anointing, your presence to go before them, Father, you have equipped them here so far. We pray that you would just increase that equipping, God, and that you would take their lives and share their lives with the people of Ocean Springs. God, we know that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything that we're able to ask or think, and that's what we're asking you to do now, Lord, to just accelerate their lives, God. And their family, the, the three little ones, Lord, that are going to have to do like Jordan said, tag along with them on this journey. But God, they're going to grow up. And Lord, we pray that their hearts will be fertile uh, soil for you to plant your seed of life in them. Lord, you take this family and would you meet every need they have, God, physically, keep them healthy. Financially, Lord, provide for them all they need. God, spiritually, empower them to do the work of ministry. And Lord God, may their marriage flourish. May their life together be one filled with joy. And Lord, may you do for them what you've done for us, extraordinary things. We thank you for it, God. We bless them and we send them out with your grace and your power. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Come on now. Come on, bro. All right, kind of surreal. I heard those words come out of your mouth, Pastor Van, and we send them out. And, uh, you know, that's a pretty big statement. Um, you know, we, we see in the scripture how Jesus sent people out. Um, and as an individual, that can kind of make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. You're like, man, we're getting out there on a limb. We're going. Um, but the one thing that uh, we have been built up in our faith through the years uh, to believe that, that God is going before us, he's going with us. And, uh, and really, all of this is, is not about us. It's not about me or Amy. It's, it's really about an everlasting God who is faithful, and he's faithful to his word. I remember we've, uh, through brothers and sisters and, and even in God's scripture, he's shown us a number of times that he had something unique for us. And uh, man, it's just been incredible to watch God be faithful to us in, in this journey. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to, you know, honor my wife, Amy. You know, 
she's um, she's carried a lot of, of the burden and responsibility of, of me being a pastor. You'd think that I have a role, uh, but you know, like Pastor Van and, and Jordan were saying, Pastor Jordan were saying earlier, it's uh, the 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 wife and the family carries a lot of that as well. And, and you've just been a backbone for me. Um, you have offered me uh, extraordinary support, counsel, encouragement. Um, I, I don't know that I, I could have continued had it not been for you. And, and I don't know that anybody else could have um, done it in the way that you've done it. You're, 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 you're right for this position in, in our marriage and, and in our uh, partnership and ministry. And I'm just so thankful that we get to do this together. I love you, baby. So, yeah. so we're going uh, gonna to stand here together. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk to you guys for just a moment. I don't want to make this thing about, like, um, you know, receiving, like, an award, you know, type of ceremony speech type of thing. It's not that. As a matter of fact, we're very humbled. It's uh, overwhelming to think about the responsibility and, and the role that we're about to endeavor in. Um, you know, like Pastor Jordan said, you know, you know, maybe you wouldn't choose it if you knew what was all involved in it. And so, uh, but we, we've been chosen. And so we're going faithfully and, and excitedly. Uh, but before we do, we want to just thank a few people. Uh, you know, we've been in Impact Student Ministry for a number of years. We've got students and parents that are uh, in, in Gulfport and Wiggins and Long Beach uh, that we just want to ex- appreciate uh, publicly right now. You guys have been incredible uh, to lead. Uh, you parents have allowed us to speak into your lives, your children's lives. And we're just so thankful uh, that you have invited us to, to be that for you. Um, and, then, and then the men that are standing beside me here, uh, the, the spouses as well, you guys have just been such encouragement to, to me and Amy through the years, and we just couldn't imagine uh, being sent, going anywhere without you guys. Uh, I'm so thankful that we're on the same team and that, uh, that you guys make me better. And, and then also, I just want to uh, thank uh, the team that has just gone alongside of us for years in impact student ministry, you know, not just the team today, but the team throughout the whole time. You guys have been incredible. Uh, y'all have made me a better, a better leader. Um, and you guys have added worth and value to me that I never could have imagined I would have experienced. So we are looking forward to going to Ocean Springs. We're excited to build with the core team that's already uh, in Ocean Springs. I've been meeting with them and been super encouraged by the relationships that have been growing there. But we're also excited about the prospect of uh, many more people that would like to go to Ocean Springs with us. And so we're doing an interest meeting on January 26th at 6 p.m. here at the Gulfport location. Uh, super excited to share the heart of Ocean Springs. Uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of give you some vision about what that's going to look like. If you're interested in going to Ocean Springs to be part of the launch team, you're invited, but it's not just for you. It's also for anyone who's interested in knowing more about how you can pray for uh, the church and Ocean Springs as we go out to that community, uh, or anybody that's even just interested in having more understanding about what's going on. We want to invite you all out. Please come join us on January 26th. It's going to be an incredible experience. But uh, before we go into the next part of the service. I know a lot of you also have uh, questions about what's going to be happening in Impact Student Ministry because uh, I'm transitioning out, obviously. So what we want to do is we want to ask Pastor Micah to help us navigate those things. Yeah. Well, I think this is awesome. I think that our church is ready for this. I think our student ministry is ready for this as well. You know, the reality is, is all this is becoming public to our entire church um, right now is that transition has been taking place behind the scenes for quite a while. And we have really through your leadership, your guys' leadership 
as well as just the overall pastoral leadership at all of our locations. Um, we've got people that have already been in place at all of our locations that are overseeing the youth ministry. Right here in Gulfport, at our Gulfport location, we've got Brent Finch that has been overseeing the student ministry, which is over small groups, uh, which is really helping the impact nights that take place here at this location. Like tonight, there's going to be an impact night. I would encourage all students from all locations to be here tonight at 530. We're going to unpack this even more and get pretty specific with what does this actually mean for you and how does this play out. But then also at our Wiggins location, we've got a leader, Jeffrey Peters, who's been overseeing our student ministry, who's who's really ministering, pastoring the students at that location, but it's also in direct connection and, and pastoral relationship with Pastor Mike at our Wiggins location. And then in Long Beach, it's Victor Rodriguez, who is overseeing our student small groups, as well as helping the pastoral side take place at that location and in direct connection with me. So what's happening is those three guys are actually continuing to do what they're already doing. They're just kind of shouldering this weight and the leadership side of the student ministry at a location level. Uh, We're going to continue to what we do is our impact nights. Like once a month, we have one big youth service that all of our students come together from all locations. And like that's the the first Sunday night of the month, typically. And what's going to take place is we're going to continue to to, you know, bus people in from different locations. The students, we call it a party bus because I've been on the bus one time and I realized it is a party on this bus, <laughs> getting ready and going to impact nights. And uh, it's an incredible celebration of Jesus and, and the community that comes within our student ministry. But then throughout the, the month, um, they're in small groups, just like all of our adult small groups. They're going through sermon-based uh, small groups. So the conversations that are started on Sunday mornings are continuing in our youth small groups as well. And that's taking place. So I'm going to tell you this. Our student ministry is healthy. It's yeah. going to continue to be healthy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to having students in Ocean Springs come to know Jesus yeah. and having impact nights one day in Ocean Springs. This is something that's been really cool about. We've been rotating locations for impact nights is each time we've rotated, we've seen an increase of students from that community attend that impact night. That's a big deal. But we've seen decisions made to follow Jesus every time we've rotated an impact night. So this is why we exist, to help people know God, to continue to help students know God, and we're just going to open up another room in Ocean Springs to reach more students and reach more adults, and sometimes adults that feel like students, (laughs) and help them know God. I think it's awesome. (laughs) Come on. That's awesome. But come on, this is what we want to do. I want everybody to stand up. And, um, you know, whenever it comes to, to, to movement in a church, uh, I think of it a lot as kind of movement of the children of Israel. And whenever you read in the Bible, whenever the, the Israelites were going through the wilderness or they, maybe they were going into battle, many times you see that the Ark of the Covenant actually went in front of them. And that represents the presence of God. And so as a church, um, we don't make plans and like say, oh, here's a cool idea. This is, let's, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, there, is a, there is a dependency and this, this understanding of the necessity of God to go before us. And so what I want to do as a church is I want us to join together and to, to, to ask God's blessing and his favor upon every step that we take, that he would protect us and guide us as we, as we take this step forward. So I want everybody to, why don't you come on up a little bit and, and just everybody join hands with the person next to you. Come on, we're going to pray together. I want to hear y'all pray. Come on, this is us, all of us as a church going forward. This is a family. And so let's pray and let's ask God to... Uh, 
to protect us and bless us. Father, we come before you right now. God, as a, as a community, Father, we are praying for your presence to go before us. God, as we open up this fourth location, God, it is not us, man, doing it by ourselves out of our own strength or intellect. God, we know that you have birthed this in our heart. And so, God, we say yes. We surrender to that. God, that we will do everything that we can to, to, to advance your kingdom, Lord, to, to build your kingdom in our lives, God. We will expend our energy and our resources that, that you've given to us in the first place to build your kingdom. So God, we pray that as we go, that you are before us. We exalt you and we lift you up. God, as, as an entire church, Northwood Church, all four locations, God, we are praying that 2020 would be a year of growth. 2020 would be a year of, of fresh vision being poured out into this church, into these people. God, that you have raised us up for this time. So again, we say yes. We ask for you to go before us. God, you are the God of the impossible. And so Lord, we know that you have a great plan for us. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your salvation, for your forgiveness and your grace for us. And we pray that other people would come to know you by us giving all that we have to give for your kingdom to be grown. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, every person said amen. Amen. Come on, let's all sing this together. faithfulness, Father, that you are good, you're in control, and we trust you. God, as a church, we trust you. As individuals, Lord, we just pray for 2020. 
God, that your presence would be in our homes, in our lives, in our decision. God, that you would give us wisdom in every step that we take, Father. We, we lift you up. We thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, again, thank you guys for coming so much. Just a couple things before we leave. Uh, number one, impact night tonight, 5.30, 7th through 12th graders be here tonight. It's going to be a good time. Hope to see you here. Uh, also, this Wednesday night is our, our monthly prayer and worship night. Look, hey guys, look, this is one of those nights. It's not an extra night. It's not like an extra thing we do. Come on, if this is your church home, Man, if you're not working or you're not sick, you ought to be here Wednesday night. Come on, well, we're going to worship and pray together, and we're going to look forward to this year. Uh, also, I want to remind you to invite somebody out next week. We start a new series called Don't Miss It. Come on, how to have the best year ever. I believe that this year could be a really good year for some of you, but I know that there's a lot of people that you know that need to come here about their past, their present, and their future, and God's plan for their life. So invite them out. We'll see you next week later on. All right? Go Saints. Go Saints. Go Saints. <laughs>